Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Welcome to the podcast. We're breaking down every single theatrical release of 2023, at least the ones that stand out to us on the movie schedule here. If you're catching this video without watching part one of this conversation, I suggest you do that. Otherwise, we're jumping straight into June, going all the way to December. I'm Michael Thomas. Joining me in progress is Leo Rydell from Geekly Goods, AJ from Geek Vibes Nation. We're going to just start off. First movie coming out Friday, June 2nd, Spider-Man across the spider-verse see you guys later you guys know what's not a hot take that my most anticipated movie in june spider you might have to just say all three of ours all three of ours most anticipated movie of the year (laughs) spider-man across the spider-verse yep leo you got the you got the amazing fantasy 15 on the wall back there i love how big of a nerd i am because half the thing is cut off and i still know what post absolutely sir miles gwen they're back we're going across the spider-verse we saw all the freaking spider-man in the trailer spider-man ps4 was in the background the spectacular spider-man's on the poster AJ, just just hit me. Come on, we already know that this is this is the movie, right? <laughs> this is the movie of the year. Um, if it was up to me, might as well just give it the odds. Best film, best animated film is up there right now. So there's nothing for me to say besides this movie is going to be pure perfection, and that's all I will say with that. That's valid, Leo. Spider Man. Spider-Verse. Listen, we got Spider-Woman coming in now. We got freaking it, so many Spider-People. We got Bombastic Bagman. <laughs> we, we got Ultimate Spider-Man. We got PS1, Spider-Man Unlimited. I'm like, dude, we got so many Spider-People. Like, I'm over the moon happy about this. The animation Spider-Punk. style looks as beautiful as ever. And there's going to be six different ones. So not only are we going to get this colorful beautiful comic book inspired style that we got from the first one but we're getting five more oh yeah baby i'm in we getting peter b parker with mayday like i'm like dude i'm i'm really looking forward to this bro like honestly i'm like ooh, no way home look out because listen listen here if tom (laughs) holland and and andrew garfield and toby mcguire pop up in this one sorry no way home you being deboned man easy and so is Into the Spider-Verse for a cross, if that's where we're going. But yeah, Spider-Man 2099 looks great. I like the claws. I'm glad that they didn't shy away from adding like details. I'm wondering if they're going to use uh, Spider-Force because on one of the trailers there was um, Scarlet Spider, Ben Riley's yeah. version. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe they'll bring in both Sp- Scarlet Spiders and they'll be like the S- Spider-Force or something. I don't know. I'm getting in the weeds, but I'm really looking forward to this, man. Like, honestly... I'm rereading Spider-Verse right now. So I'm like super, Ooh. super hype about this, man. So yeah, you bring up a good a good point there. Do we think that the live action the live action Spider Boys appear in this movie? AJ, I want to start with you. If I give it a percentage, I'll probably say sixty percent. Sixty to seventy percent, I think they will be in this. Um it's better than unlikely. <laughs> the amount of spider people that we've gotten in this one trailer, I feel like they're gonna be like a secret cameo type of thing yeah so like an after credit scene type of deal maybe uh not even that i i feel like that they will have a, a a pretty small role into the actual film not just in in the end credit scene so that's probably just me being really really optimistic but yeah the way the trailer was going we could get anything at this point so that that's my thoughts on that gotcha leo I think about the same as AJ, about 60%. 60. Um, I don't think it's necessarily going to happen. There was like that video that came out. Um, can't recall the channel, but they did like the like animated version of those two. And it was like really yeah. cool. Like it was or the three Spider-Man in, in, the, in the Spider-Verse universe. That was really dope. But like, I think it's definitely like a, you know, fan dream. They might. And you know what? I think... I wouldn't put it past them if it was a post-credit. Like, I could see that happening if it's just like, oh, like, where are we? And they have, like, no involvement at all just to kind of get them in and out. But, yeah, eh, yeah I'm with the AJ about 60%. Like, I think there's a chance, but, like, mm, we might be reaching if we're saying, like, they're definitely going to be in it. Yeah. I feel like we can probably get either to a Maguire or Andrew Garfield in this movie. I don't know about Tom Holland because I don't know That's if Kevin Feige wants his Spider-Man Going on another multiversal adventure, even if it's for two seconds, it's gonna be like that's fair. 
<laughs> that's a lot. My only concern, as much as I'm excited for this movie, is we saw so many spider people in that trailer. I want to make sure it's not overload. Like, I want to make sure we're still focusing on Miles and Gwen and a couple, two or three maybe other Spider-Men. Peter B. Parker, you know, is here too. I, I want them to be quick cameos, no huge involvement with the plot, because I feel like you can you run the risk of being very unfocused. And we know right. Spider-Man as a character has a history of having too many freaking characters in his movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Fingers crossed, though. I'm hopeful. I I, I know that this is going to be. Um, I think you get uh Peter B. Parker, uh Spider Gwen, and Miles being the main focus again. I mean, I it was the same in the first one where they were like really the main focus, and Noir and Ham and all them were like cool add-ons, really. Yeah. So I think that's where we'll go here, and I, and obviously 2099 will have a big role here as well. Mm-hmm. And the spot is the villain, so it's like I I think those are kind of your central, and then everybody else will kind of just like pop up and be a part of the conflict. That I was I was gonna say something similar to that as well. I I do believe that they'll go into the route of into the Spider Verse. Well, they have like five characters to actually focus on, whereas every other um, Spider Man are just like background char- characters that are there for like probably a little bit of action or just a little bit of fan service in the background, which is completely fine. Um, I didn't see Noir and the Spider Noir in this, or um, Penny Pork, um, Parker, or any of the old ones that we gotten into it. So I think they're going to replace them with characters like um, Spider Punk, since Daniel, um, Daniel Kaluuya, who is he is from Spider Punk, yeah. So <laughs> he's going to be in that. I feel like he's going to have a good role. Yeah. Um, we got Jessica. That's I feel like that's gonna have a pretty big role to replace the characters that we got into into the Spider Verse. That will have like a pretty decent amount into the movie. Can I that just say sense. something real quick? I'm really excited to see a lot of Black Spider people together. Like this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. A black Spider Woman, Spider Punk. I'm looking forward to that. Which I wonder if they're going to like demask him and Miles will recognize him. Like, is he gonna be like, oh, oh, like? Oh, that would be that would be fascinating. Yeah, like <laughs> connect those dots and make it so that yeah, it's like him in another universe. He's Spider Punk, like it's a younger version of him, and he's like, wait, you look kind of familiar. Like, yeah, we can go deep into this, man. Oh, that would be an emotional gut punch there for for, for Miles, <laughs> especially if we end up killing Spider Punk later on in the movie. But ooh, you know, Uncle Aaron dies twice. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. He's the new Uncle Ben. As soon as he shows up, you know it's about to happen. <laughs> but yeah, we can't wait for Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. This was a part one. Regardless, we can't wait to see what this builds to and the inevitable sequel afterwards. Speaking of sequels, though. Speaking of Haley Steinfeld, funny enough, we got another Transformers movie coming up right after. June 9th, we have Transformers Rise of the Beast. This one is starring Anthony Ramos. You may know him from In the Heights and Hamilton. We have another prequel, essentially, and we've got these primal Autobots. Leo, what are your thoughts on the Transformers as a franchise? Because I know a lot of people fell off, but then a lot of people were brought back on after Bumblebee. What, what's your headspace going into Rise of the Beasts? One of them people. Um, Listen, the Bay films just got ridiculous after a point. It was just like, okay, what? Really? The Mark Wahlberg stuff just wasn't working. Um, so I'm glad they pretty much hit reset in a proper yeah. way. DC, take notes. I think I that, took notes. <laughs> yeah. For, well, you're right. They straight up nuked that shit. But um, I'm looking Good forward to, to Transformers: Rise of the Beast because of Bumblebee. I thought these movies stand very well on their own. I thought Bumblebee really served well to just kind of be on its own. Is yeah. Haley Steinfeld's character in this? No, I don't. I'm assuming think no, because so. what no. is that? What was that, an 80s one, and this is 90s? Yeah, I mean, she was playing a teenager in the 80s one, so I guess she could play, like, you know, a 26-year-old. I don't think any of those are connected to those. Really? Okay. Well, hey, so are they all, so they're all essentially just going to be standalones now, probably. I'm huh? cool with that. Like, let's just one and done and keep moving. Like, I'm down, dude. Optimus looks great. Um, I think yeah. the robots look so much more improved i think like the autobots look awesome where's megatron bro like i mean i'm gonna be real with you where the where the decepticons at 
We got a gorilla. Get over it. <laughs> Look, I thought I'm gonna be real with you. I saw that trailer. And I was like, that they're Megatron or what are we doing? <laughs> uh, so really, really good uh, trailer. The trailer was really good. It looks action packed. The, the visual effects have definitely stepped up since the first one. So I'm looking forward to it. AJ, I don't know if I can be excited for this. I'm not really a huge Transformers fan in general, so this doesn't really cater to me. I did love Bumblebee, but that's specifically for Haley Steinfeld. So there it is. <laughs> there's that. Um, I wish this would have been. Wish I wish that the setting was in Cybertron instead of Earth, because I just feel like Earth is a boring looking place for this type of movie. Anyway, so I really can't get excited for this. Very valid. Um, what about this next movie, though? We're going into June 16th. We have Elemental, which is a Pixar movie in a city where water, earth, fire, <laughs> air. <laughs> this was not intentional, but I'm just saying. I feel like it was just intentional. Saying. I feel like it was, was intentional. Not, right, I, forgot this, purpose. I forgot this movie existed until I sat down and looked at the list. Anyway, mm-hmm. all of these... Four nations live together in harmony, and a fiery young woman and a go-with-the-flow guy discover something elemental. How much they actually have in common. What is this? Is this the Zutara movie we never got? We love Pixar. Finally get another one in the theater that's not Buzz Lightyear. Are are you interested in this at all? (laughs) Well, Buzz Lightyear, man. I mean, I like Buzz Lightyear, I will say, but Talk about Captain Mediocre. This yeah. one looks good. I think the animation looks fluid. It looks stunning. I really like the animation work. I love the movement of the characters, like how the fire and the elements like move so organically in the environment. I think it looks really cool. I'm interested to know where all the fire people are. I was like, okay, are we going to go with the fire people or bad again? Like, I mean, it's like, okay, here we go, Avatar. <laughs> you know, it's like, we don't do that again, bro. And I think even in that, no, it might have been a different element. There was like that little avatar, weird, goofy, copy cartoon. Yeah. And I think that I think they made the fire people bad too. So I'm like, okay, we gonna just keep on making the fire people bad because fire is destructive and it destroys forests and wind and oh, there's that's why there's water, bro. I don't know, but I do like already the dynamic between those two. I thought that little clip was nice like the music choice it seems chill and romantic as opposed to like super action heavy so i'm looking forward to it man i mean pixar i would say for me personally they rarely miss rarely yeah cars mm, but like yeah even like lightyear like i even enjoyed that so i love that we're sticking with the formula of what if blank has feelings so we're at what if the elements had feelings <laughs> Gotta love Pixar. Love it. Man. But AJ, like, what are your thoughts on Elemental, bro? Yeah, I really I really like what we saw um early in the year. Um potentially this could be like a little Romeo and Juliet type of situation, which I really, really enjoy. Um, just little changes here and there. Um I'm with Leo. Love the um animation style of this. I love how accurate things are when they interact with each other like you see this water person sneeze onto a a grass type of character or earth type of character and his hair just grows grass i really love that (laughs) little little details and stuff like like that so pixar disney they they do no wrong with me in my eyes um cars three was probably (laughs) To be honest, I actually do like the Cars franchise. I, I want to be honest a little bit. Is it the weak? It's probably the weakest of the um, Pixar stuff, but I still enjoy them. So for me, I really, I'm really excited for this. What's that Pixar dinosaur movie? Dinosaur, yeah. The good dinosaur. The good dinosaur. Yeah, yeah whack. Bottom of the barrel. <laughs> that, that one I could say. I'm like, Ooh, okay. That's the one where everybody even forgets it exists. So it's almost like it never happened. It's just like okay. that and um, Finding Dory. Nobody really talks about Finding Dory. I like Finding Dory though. It was okay. You know, I, I'm excited. I, I think Pixar excels when they have an original story. It's the sequels where it's kind of hit or miss. Aside from Toy Story, you know. Yeah. 
but oh do you I, like all all toy story sequels i like all, I like all of them yeah. same. Yep. <laughs> each and every one perfect it was a perfect trilogy and then toy story 4 came and just didn't mess it up so that's all i right. need <laughs> perfect ah. quadrilogy awesome yeah. yeah aj what's the hot take this time no I, I ain't gonna say it i'm not gonna say it <laughs> oh man he didn't like toy story 3 <laughs> no I, that's not the hot take i was just gonna say i actually do prefer toy story 4 over the other three so there's I mean, that's a hot take, but I'm not mad at it. So no, good. not at all. <laughs> you know what I am mad at? The Flash. Coming out June 23rd, allegedly, this movie is starring Michael Keaton and no one else. So, guys, what are your thoughts? No one else. <laughs> what are your thoughts on The Flash? The reboot starts here, I guess. I don't know. AJ, like, hit me. We have no, we have no information on this thing aside from it's coming out because I feel like Warner Brothers is hiding the trailer at this point because they don't want to remind you that Ezra Miller is the Flash. I'm excited for this. Another hot take of the of the of the night. I'm excited for the Flash. Okay, um, excluding Ezra Miller as a Flash, I really like and Andy Muschietti's stuff. I feel like he's going to make a good product with this. Um. I feel like Ezra Miller is going to do a good job as the Flash, but I know a lot of people hate him right now, but he's still an actor. He's still going to do his job. There's that. Um, everybody else working on this film, I feel like they're going to do a good job with it as well. Um, so I'm just taking my biased thoughts about Ezra personally and just thinking about the movie itself. And right now I'm pretty excited from what I have saw from the teaser that was like, 14 years ago, but remember <laughs> DC fandom, everybody. Yeah. That's the last time we got anything. Oh my god, dude! It was a long time ago, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. Leo, we get Supergirl in this movie. That's kind of cool. How, how you feeling about Flash? Sasha. Oh, I can't wait for her. Yeah, I mean, look, man, like Green Lantern for me, Green Lantern's number one. Flash is number two. I don't know, man. Like, I, I gotta admit, I'm pretty disappointed with Ezra Miller's actions. I hate to bring that up, but I, I am. I'm a little disappointed because I've been looking forward to a Flash movie all my life, and it just is kind of sad that, like, it's already been stained before even seeing it. Yeah. So, like, I really, really want to be excited, but I just can't get ex- I can't bring myself to excitement, unfortunately. I just can't. I'm with you. You know, it. <clears throat> it's a shame. Thankfully, we've, we've got somebody in charge at DC now. We, maybe we could just reboot this franchise right away and get another Flash movie in production. Listen, if Flashpoint ends with a different Flash, I'm going to be on point, okay? But yeah. I'm excited to see Michael Keaton back in the suit. It's going to be weird. but Yeah, I'm that's going to be cool. That's going to be cool. <laughs> and then Supergirl, yeah, for sure. But sorry, I'm not looking forward to two Ezra's. <laughs> that's, that's bad. <laughs> Double the Ezra. Yeah. <laughs> The thing, the thing that we needed less of, we got more of. Yes. That's a good, Bad that's luck, a good. man, I tell you. But, you know, I feel like this will lift our spirits up because shortly after, we're in July, July 14th, you have Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. We just got Tom Cruise to do the nice, awesome thank you video for Tom Gun Maverick, and then he just jumps out of a plane casually, and it's like, I can't wait to see whatever these Mission Impossible movies are going to be. Leo, what are you? We haven't really talked about Mission Impossible. What are your thoughts on this entire franchise? Dude, I I really like the Mission Impossible franchise a lot. Um, as an action movie fan, like the stunts yeah. are crazy good. Uh, Tom Cruise just continues to wow people that he does all these stunts himself. Um, the man is still killing it at his age, so kudos to him. Michelle Yeoh is still doing most of their stunts. Amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, this is kind of like another John Wick. I can just keep them coming. Just keep them coming, man. Like, honestly, I've loved the whole franchise. Uh, with a few exceptions, three was a little rough. Um, there's a couple of other ones in the pack that were, like, mm, a little forgettable. But, like, for the most part, really enjoyed the last one with Henry Cavill. So I'm looking forward to this one. The reloading of the arms. Oh my god, <laughs> this guy's a beast. 
toof, toof, like this guy I, was ready to go. I wish we we kept Henry Cavill in this franchise, right? Dude, him versus Tom Cruise just for the trilogy. Just make that the so trilogy, good, man. So so great. I can't wait. I'm glad Rebecca Ferguson is also returning in this movie. Oh, She's great. So good. AJ, what what's yeah. your thoughts on Dead Reckoning and just Mission Impossible as as a whole? Because this is a one of my favorite franchises. Yeah, I'm with Leo. Mission Impossible is like John Wick to me right now. Um, to me, all the movies just get crazier and crazier. But at the same time, I feel I feel like something different between that and like the Fast and Furious stuff is that the story is act actually good with the Fast and uh, not Fast and Furious, um, Mission Impossible stuff. Yeah. So we got just crazy action that everybody can enjoy, along with just great storytelling. And great world building with the Mission Impossible um, franchise, and we just got a featurette with um, um, Dead Reckoning Part One, which was really cool. That just focused on the stunts and all of that. And yeah, that if you haven't watched that, crazy stuff in there. It's 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 crazy. So. I missed it, but the folks at home, they're going to be seeing some of that B-roll. <laughs> so they're going to look at it right now as we speak. It's it's so... God, I can't wait for this. And Rebecca Ferguson, my second wife after Haley Steinfeld. Just want to point that out. So this is all for me. This is all for me. This is your year then, isn't it? Cause those it is. Back to it back. Is. Jeez. And Tessa Thompson. Yeah, I'm, this is my year. This, <laughs> three. Three uh, of them. I don't know how to follow that up. We've got Barbie the week after. <laughs> you know, Barbie is... We just got a trailer for this. We got Margot Robbie as Barbie. We've got Ryan Gosling as Ken. Greta Gerwig is directing this movie, and I, I've loved most of her work, so I'm very excited to see where she takes this. The trailer, it's so wild. Like, why are there 2001 Space Odyssey homages <laughs> in a Barbie trailer? Like, this thing is insane. We got Simi Liu in here as well. Issa Rae. Leo, how you feeling about Barbie? Look, I'm hype. Okay? Three tickets to Barbie, please, because we going. <laughs> I like, and I gotta say this about Greta Gerwig. I, lo- I love Lady Bird. Little Women? Mm. But like, look, I, I like most of her movies. And then Noah Baumbach is writing, so I, I like his writing. This white noise that he did wasn't that great, but I mean, I really like Marriage Story and the stuff that he does right, so I'm excited to get him on on board and the writing team. Not just that, like Margot, Ryan Gosling, like yeah, let's do it up, man. Let's do it up. I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. The inner simp in me is so blessed, I tell you. The AJ. inner simp, yeah. <laughs> 2023, the year of the simps. I wasn't a huge fan of the trailer, so that got me a little lukewarm in it. But at the same time, I love Greta Gerwig. I actually love Little Women, unlike Leo over here. I love Lady Bird. I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm a little eh. Just because of the trailer I saw, hopefully they'll they'll give us another trailer and hopefully it's a little bit better. But the casting is great. The the team, the crew, it's all fantastic. Um my doubts isn't with the movie personally. I just didn't really care for the trailer. That's all. That's fair. It was a teaser trailer, so it was. You can tell yeah. that a lot of those trailers were like a minute long because they're like, we gotta get something out in front of Avatar. <laughs> we yeah. gotta get people to know this movie exists, and I feel like it was kind of. When once we get a proper trailer, you might feel differently. Well, that that's what I, uh, we'll get to it after this. But yeah, you can go. Same day, <laughs> Leo already said three tickets for Barbie. Uh, let's just make that a double feature. We need three tickets for Oppenheimer. Christopher Nolan, the return of the king, right? He's coming back. Cillian Murphy, coming back, finally, playing the lead here. He's been in every other movie as a supporting character. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about Robert Oppenheimer, talking about the Manhattan Project. Half of Hollywood is in this movie. We're, I think... Like, a lot of people are saying one of these movies should move. I feel like it works because this is just direct counter-programming for whatever Barbie's doing. This is a magnificent double feature. That's yeah, all. It is. <laughs> it's <laughs> glorious. AJ, I'm just going to redirect it right back to you. 
How you feeling about Nolan's next outing? Super excited. Super, super, super excited. I love everything he's done so far. He's probably like a perfect... God, how many movies has he done? He's just a per- it's a perfect score all around for him. Um, I love. 11, I think. He's eleven for eleven. He is eleven for eleven for me. So that's that. Uh, the hot Oppenheimer teaser was everything. I really love how tense the trailer was. I really just love everything about it. The acting, the actors in this. Yeah, like you said, it's packed. Killian Murphy, Matt Damon, Florence Pugh. That, that's another one. Florence Pugh. Four for me right there. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is going to be magnificent. Um, I can already tell people are going to complain about the sound because this is just like Tenet. I, I just feel like people are going to complain about the sound again with this movie, but we'll see. Um, he definitely... Like- I wonder if Nolan is like partially no disrespect Christopher Nolan if he somehow like partially deaf. <laughs> He's yeah, like, like, are you? Is there any hearing impairment that we need to know about? Because Batman Begins, I can barely hear it. Tenet, I can barely hear it. The Dark Knight Rises, I can barely hear it. It's like this keeps happening. This is a running problem. Not for I, me. I'd be hearing all. I don't know what I, y'all must have terrible hearing or. I don't know, but I'd be hearing the dialogue just fine. So for everybody at home. Once you're done with this, go put in your DVD of Batman Begins. Keep the volume at where you normally keep it. And let yep. me know if you hear anything that they say in that movie. You got to jack it up like twice twice the volume to get anything. Leo, I'm just going to toss it over to you now. Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan, how you feeling? Yay, it's my turn to sim because Florence Pugh's in this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, really looking forward to another outing with Miss Q. Uh, Killian Murphy's great. Look, Nolan... I'm with you, AJ. Like, honestly, I was like, dang, how is he, like, not uh, my, I guess my my top directors are Tarantino, Spike Lee, so I guess he would be the third one because, yeah. to be honest with you, he has done no wrong. Love, love, loved Tenet. I know a lot of people are complaining and, oh, can't. I understand the sound mixing problems because uh, when I first saw Tenet, I was at home with subtitles. So <laughs> I uh, but I was in a drive-in but, when I first saw Tenet and that was the worst way to experience that movie. I couldn't hear Jack. <laughs> to be fair, drivings aren't that good with sound anyway because it's out in the open and that's sound true. Quality. But Nolan didn't help the cause. <laughs> I'm like, look, it's probably it was probably tenant sound mixing, and I get it. It's a little, it's a little rough, but it was good, man. And I've I've liked everything he's done: Inception, Dark Knight yeah. trilogy, uh, Memento. Oh, I mean, everything he's done has just been brilliant. Yeah. And I'm wondering if he's going to play with time again, because it's always a theme in his stuff. Dunkirk, Inception, uh, Memento. It's always something with like time and reality warping, yeah. interstellar. interstellar yeah. um, so I'm like, yeah, I definitely feel like he's going to play with time somehow with this one. Ticking time bomb type deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Peck, bruh. Like, back Drake again, I guess. Though. Like... <laughs> Didn't invite Drake to his wedding, and I see why. Uh, but yeah, definitely a stacked up cast list, and uh, looks like it'll be good. I haven't watched the teaser. I don't really want to know. I this is one I want to just walk into. Oh, blind. just going blind. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, I try and do that as much as possible. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, I got this teaser in front of Avatar, so I couldn't avoid it. But you know, <laughs> you could have always left the theater real quick, go to the bathroom. You know. Yeah, you know, so, I always pop in the ear, ear pods and I just chill, I, chill out. That would have been smart. The thing is, the way the theater is set up, I my seat is always at the top, so I would have had to go down like 20 flights of stairs <laughs> to, to exit. Wasn't worth it. I'm just sitting nope. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. End of July. We got the Marvels. I don't know anything about this movie. I know we got Miss Marvel, Joining the Fray, Kamala Khan. Awesome stuff. AJ, you talked about how you were a huge Marvel stan. How are you feeling about the Marvels? Super excited. This, <laughs> I, this is just a cast full of just beautiful women. <laughs> you got Brie Larson, Tiana Paris, Lashana Lynch. Come on now. It's, oh, God. But talking about the movie specifically. Let's yes, try. <laughs> I'm really, <laughs> I'm, I really, really can't wait. Um, I can't wait to see 
Kamala Khan and Carol Danvers interact, especially how huge of a fan Kamala Khan is to Carol. I really can't wait to see the interaction between Monica and Carol as well. And you got Nick Fury in here as well. So there's a lot, there's a lot of characters that are very important to the Marvel mythos of the MCU in here. And you can just tell that something big is going on just with this movie. And God, it's, there's a lot of mythology you can get into this. And much like how much I'm excited for Guardians because the, because of the galaxy exploration, you're definitely going to get it a lot with this, um, with the Marvels as well. So more galaxy exploration, that that's all for me. So, yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. I think this is the, the shakeup that the Captain Marvel franchise needed. Are you, How excited are you to see Iman Vellani finally get to play in the MCU sandbox, right? We, we had Miss Marvel, but now we actually get her interacting with some of these bigger characters in the universe. Yeah, I think that's going to be really great, uh, especially bringing her in. I, I really like Tayana Paris in WandaVision. I even do like Brie Larson as Carol Danvers. I just think, unfortunately, the first movie is poorly directed to be honest so i think that getting nia DaCosta, getting a more experienced director in this field in this zone like boom you're gonna get some good synergy between these three uh she nia DaCosta is good looking too uh so it's like yes great cast and crew uh and yeah i'm really looking forward to just seeing brie kind of hopefully in this movie put a little bit more of herself into the role i think the first one's biggest mistake was that she was trying so hard to be Carol Danvers, but not also bring Brie Larson in the role. And I think she's got a pretty fun little personality. And I'm like, bring that, bring some of that energy into the Captain Marvel sphere. So I think that's going to help. And having the other two to play off and riff off of will be great. Uh, I think she switched with Miss Marvel at the end. I'm not a believer yeah. in that she transformed. I was like, no, I think they just swap places. Pretty sure um, they but, came out and confirmed that too. Shortly yeah, after. I think so. So I was like, I think they swapped. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, man. Uh, like AJ said, Cosmic Marvel. Yes, I'm down. Give me more space. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, I love the cosmic side, and it's something that Marvel hasn't dabbled in too much outside of like the Guardians. So I'm excited to see how they tackle it. Brie Larson is a fantastic actress. We all know this. So I'm really hoping that yeah, we get more out of her in this role because honestly i feel like she can be the best character in the mcu (laughs) one of yeah i mean she's she's a great actress i just think yeah the first one i think the directing was just not there because when she was with samuel jackson and like riffing off of him with those in those scenes really well done really good stuff but yeah rough yeah Going into August, this is a movie I don't see anybody talking about, but August 4th, we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Uh, This is being brought to us by Seth Rogen. You know, this was announced a while ago, like pre-pandemic, and I think it just went under the radar because of the pandemic. (laughs) So I'm fascinated to see how they tackle it. It's a reboot of the Ninja Turtles. Um, We just recently had the Rise of the Ninja Turtles movie, right, on Netflix, like last year. So... I'm fascinated to see where they take the franchise now, even though we don't have a ton of information on it. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on Mutant Mayhem or Seth Rogen's approach to this franchise? Well, is it going to be an animated movie or is it a live action? It's an animated movie, yes. Okay, okay. Well, that's exciting, then. I I like that. I especially, I really did like the Rise of the um, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. So that's that. And I actually did like the recent movie that came out earlier this year as well. So if we get more of that, I'm pretty excited then. Unless it's just a reboot. Did you say it was a reboot? It's a reboot. Do you know if it's from the same studio? I don't. I can look that up right quick. We're going to say... Well, if it it is, then yeah. I really like the whole new Ninja Turtle style where they have superpowers. I'm a really big fan of that. Um, I know a lot of people aren't, but I am. So there's that. What is up with ninjas and magic? Why is this a running theme? <laughs> where ninjas spin off into aliens and magic in so many different franchises. Naruto did this too. It's just 
a funny running theme to me. Um, this looks yeah, like this is yeah. a full-on reboot. Nothing to do with Michael Bay. Nothing to do with Rise. Um, so yeah, okay. see so, yeah, how this incarnation goes. But yeah, anything. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. The animation style of Rise of the Teenage Mutant Turtles. Nope, I'm not not a fan. So I never checked it out. Um, the movie's pretty good. I, at least check that out. Yeah, I might, I might go ahead and check that out. The last one I really liked was that 3D one on Nickelodeon, and before that it was the 2003 anime style TMNT. Yeah. Everything other than that... Oh, and then 80s, 80s TMNT, the OG, but everything other than those three iterations, I'm kind of just like checked out, I'm going to be honest. I mean, yeah. that's most of them, so... <laughs> you know, I feel yeah, like the I fandom guess that's agree- like, what, three out of four? Like, yeah. yeah. So, that's, that's valid. But the live-action movies, nah. Nope. Uh, this is gonna be animated, y'all were saying. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll give it a chance. Theatrical yeah, release, so you know, hopefully, hopefully it's good. <laughs> Get a decent budget in there. If it comes out, because we don't even know the cast of this movie yet, so I doubt. <laughs> I doubt. Don't know anything about this. Right. You know what we do know about though? Uh, August eighteenth, we've got Blue Beetle coming out. I'm excited for, for Blue Beetle. We got a poster recently. Um, by the time you guys see this video, I don't know if we'll have a trailer. Kind of doubt it, but we at least got that that cool teaser poster. Um, Zolo's playing the role of Jaime Reyes. AJ was able to find a synopsis for this movie, so I'm going to give you guys that in a second here. Recent college grad Jaime Reyes returns home full of aspirations for his future, only to find that his home is not quite as he left it. As he searches to find his purpose in the world, fate intervenes when Jaime unexpectedly finds himself in possession of an ancient relic of alien biotechnology, the Scarab. When the Scarab suddenly chooses Jaime to be its symbiotic host, he is bestowed with an incredible suit of armor capable of extraordinary and unpredictable powers, forever changing his destiny as he becomes the superhero, Blue Beetle. My first introduction to this character was Young Justice. And Leo, this sounds exactly like Young Justice. So does that get you excited at all? Absolutely. Um, I love Young Justice, especially, I will say that especially the first two seasons, not that these recent ones are bad. I just think that those are on another level on their own. Um, Yeah. Like, and this was, this is actually the Blue Beetle that I was hoping for. Like, I was like, Mm. oh, don't, please don't do like go too far out of left field with a new story. Like, no, it sounds very Young Justice. And my hope is that that's what DC is building up to. Yeah. Um, so I would love if they started here and maybe we bought Batgirl back and got a couple of other Young Justice members and, and made a Young Justice movie and the beginning was Blue Beetle. Dude, I'm I'm here for it, bro. Like, Shola Marduena is great in uh, Cobra Kai. Fantastic, oh, yeah. Miguel. Uh, so I'm looking forward to him bringing that same charm here to this to this role as well. Like I can't wait, man. Honestly, I'm like mad hype. <laughs> like I can't wait for Blue Beetle, bro. And the Scarab is gonna have its own voice and personality. I'm like, dude, this is Young Justice. Like somebody <laughs> listened. <laughs> now, AJ, I know you are a comic reader more than even I am, and you've been re- you even mentioned that you have been reading some Blue Beetle stories. Does this it feel reminiscent at all to the character you've come to know in, in DC comics. Yes. Um, specifically, actually this new iteration that we've gotten earlier this year that actually just started. So if you want to pick it up, you can, it's only on its first issue right now. So that's that. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for this. Um, my first introduction was actually on justice as well. And then I started reading Rebirth, which is a really good story arc with um, Jaime as well. So there's that. I really hope we get a trailer soon because th- I've just, I just have this feeling that this movie is going to look visually beautiful, especially with the little um, art that we got with Blue Beetle and the actual poster as well. Yeah. And I love the director. If you haven't watched Charm City on HBO Max, it's really good. Angel um, Manuel Soto. Yeah. He's he's really good. So I I know that this is this isn't gonna connect to James Gunn's universe. Most likely it won't, but 
I'm here just for the movie specifically. So if it's good, yeah, this is just amazing for me. Also, yeah. he's attached. Angel Manuel Soto is attached to a Transformers. Is he? Ooh. Yep. He'll be doing whatever comes next after. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not even the next one, but he's attached to some Transformers movie. Let's cancel that and get Blue Beetle two and three, please. Yeah, I'll take that. Two and three. Look, I, you know, I'm I'm with Leo. If this spins off, it becomes like the the Young Justice, like Teen Titans era franchise. I'm cool with that. The only thing I'm I'm noticing here with the synopsis is that it says recent college grad, which is a much older Jaime than I'm used to. True. Um, so that's going to be interesting. And I guess it makes sense because uh, Zolo can only play a, a teenager for so long. Like even in Cobra Kai, it's like, dude, you are like 25 right now. You cannot be playing a high schooler. But, you know, I, I'm interested. Believe it or not, that. he looks a little older. He's only like 21. Yeah. It's all the working out, I swear. They, it just makes him look beefed up. That's what it is. Right. He got some gains that I never could get. Also, I will, I will say this. I think they're diving a little bit into the actual neuter, newer iteration because that's where exactly where it starts off at, as um as a college student. So there's is that. that. Or no, not a college. Uh, he's getting into college. He's a high school grad. Yeah. Is that the movie taking inspiration from a new run, or is that the writers? allowing the movie to influence how they write the character because we kind of saw that with black adam recently it might might be the second yeah it might be that the writers they want that brand synergy i get it (laughs) going into october i only have one movie listed here funny enough and we can ignore it if you so choose it's craven the hunter i know we all love spider-man and this is a spider-man movie without any spider-man we've got aaron taylor johnson and russell crowe I don't know how I feel about Quicksilver playing Craven the Hunter. That's just going to mess with my brain a little bit. Leo, how you feeling about the Sony Spider-Man universe? Ugh. Come um, on, I'm good. Days. I'm good. <laughs> AJ. That's it. I'm good. Yeah. Um, For me, yeah, this... I'll, I'll say this. Aaron Taylor Johnson is a really, really great actor. I'll say that. But this movie doesn't sound good, especially the character. I I love Craven the Hunter, but the way they described it for this movie doesn't sound like Craven the Hunter. He's going to be defending animals and stuff, and I'm like, yeah. Hunter? That's like the reverse of Craven. (laughs) Right. "Mm." But now he's vegan, and he's a jam bro, and he loves animals, and I'm like, this man wears like a lemon. Well, what is this movie for then? It's yeah, I guess they're trying to make him into like an anti-hero, which is not a good choice to make. Sony's just making bad decision after bad decision. They want their own Suicide Squad, man. They want Venom, Madam Web, uh, Morbius. Who else? Uh, this character, Craven. They they just want a Sinister Six with all these people. Michael Venom. Keaton's uh, character. The Scorpion, like they, too. Scorpion. It's like they want six people to be come together and be this suicide squad for SPUMC. And I'm like, will we finally get a Spider-Man in that movie? Finally. We getting Silk. <laughs> I like That's, Silk as a character. I, I really That's can't wait for Silk. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Hopefully. Is that going to be a movie or a series? I thought it was a series. That's a series? Yeah. But they can easily say, hey, we're doing the Marvel thing where the show crosses over into the movies. I hope not. Keep Silk safe. That's all I got to yeah. say. Is that Cindy, coming on Amazon? The Silk? Yeah. Well, I think it's technically going to be on the MGM app, but it's being produced by Amazon. They're just trying to double dip in the with the money, apparently. It's stupid. Don't make an app, man. November 3rd. We're coming to the end here. Uh, we got a Zendaya movie. Dune Part 2. And I'm saying Zendaya Jesus because at this Christ. point, do we care about Paul? Atreides? Nope. Yes. <laughs> what? Come on, peoples. Yes. Paul Atreides unites with Johnny and the Fremen while seeking revenge against the conspirators who destroyed his family. Facing a choice between the love of his life and the fate of the universe, he must prevent a terrible future 
only he can foresee. Have you guys read Dune? Is my first question. Got through 20 pages and was like, whoo, this is too long and stuff. Absolutely not. Yeah, I haven't read it. So you guys don't know what's going to happen in Dune Part 2 then, huh? Nope. Nope. Boy, I know I one thing that's gonna happen. I know one thing. I know one thing. Timothy Chalamet gonna be looking like this. Y'all a bunch of haters. Y'all a bunch of haters. Y'all a bunch of haters. I love how he even had the zoom in. Like, yeah, that's on point. He seriously, like Timothy Chalamet. I love you. The first, I need, I need a little bit more energy. Come this movie, um, Zendaya. I also really love you. I'm glad that this is the part of the story where you are active <laughs> because in Dune Part 1, I love how uh, Dilly, Denny Villeneuve came out and said, we just filmed more scenes because we loved having Zendaya around, bro. I was like, she, she played no significance to the plot of that movie at all. And he's just like, we wanted to get Zendaya in the movie. It's like, cool. Can't wait to see her actually do something this time. AJ, how are you feeling about Dune Part 2? Um, My wife, my second wife, Rebecca Ferguson is in here. Shout out to her. Anyway, yeah, I, I can't wait. I love the first one. There was a visual masterpiece. I just that movie was just beautiful. So getting a part two, and I know nothing about it. I can't wait. I I, I can't wait. Give me the trailer now, please. That's all I'm saying. I need it now. Same, same, Leo. What are your thoughts on Dune Part 2? You excited? Uh, Zendaya is one of my wives, so yes, looking forward to more Zendaya. <laughs> um, I like the first part, actually. I really did. I, <laughs> I have to say this, y'all, and maybe a hot take. I think Paul was the weakest part of the first one, um, so I'm hoping a little, let's get a little bit more range here in this, <laughs> in this one, but I did love the landscapes, the world building in the first one. I liked pretty much That's most nice. of the cast. Oh, yeah. Oscar Isaac's incredible. I mean, Jason Momoa is great in his role. I mean, I, I just really like that first one a lot. It is long. It's long. So if we can figure out a way to make it not feel as long in the second one, that'd be nice. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm not. Awesome. Four hours, please. Four hours, please. It's going to go AJ's way. This is going to be a long movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, James. Do we know the runtime yet? We don't, but I swear this thing's probably going to be three hours. Good thing is, it's the back half of the book, so it's a little more action-heavy compared to the first half of the book, but not a lot. Don't get that excited. I'm sorry. Oh, damn. <laughs> Wreck that joy. Just I had, There's I a lot. Keep... Don't worry, but it's not a lot. There you go. More, more than the first, but still not that much. I'm sorry. Some of them may, may be a little bit more <laughs> your speed, though, is... November 17th, we got The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. We're returning to The Hunger Games universe. This is going to be fun. We have uh, Rachel Zegler as the lead, and the synopsis says, years before, he becomes the tyrannical president of Pan Am, 18-year-old Snow. Yeah. <laughs> he sees a chance for change and fortunes when he mentors Lucy Gray, the female tribute from District 12. I think a Hunger Games prequel is actually going to be really cool with President Snow. How we've never actually at all talked about the Hunger Games franchise. Leo, do you like the Hunger Games? Are you excited for this? Yeah, um, I actually really like Catching Fire the most out of the, the franchise. I do like the franchise as a whole, actually. Um, I read the books, and I will say I think I like the first two movies as much as the books, and then the last two, I was like, I, I like the book a little bit more, but still enjoyed yeah uh, look man i think we're dragging this out though i mean That's it has been a while so it could be a nice refreshing change but i mean see fantastic beast man like these things is getting stretched out i feel like if they play their cards right this could be a fun prequel but yeah once you mentioned fantastic beast all my heart all my hype just went from 10 to zero. sorry man y'all remember divergent <laughs> that series didn't even end so it's just like uh there's examples out there of how stretching it out might not be the best idea the young adult genre has has definitely taken a hit since the 2010s ended i will say aj what are your thoughts on hunger games and this new prequel that we're getting yeah i really like the movies of hunger games so i'm excited for the prequel of this i can't wait um the cast 
Yeah. Looks really good. Rachel Ziegler, I really like her. Hunter Shay, um, how do you spell her last name? Schaefer. Hunter Schaefer, mm-hmm. I really like. Bio Davis, of course, just the, the perfect actress. So the goat, yeah. So the casting looks good. Uh, Francis, the director. What's his name? Francis Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. I really like his stuff. Uh, Hunger Games. I am Legend. Right. Uh, for me, I can't see no wrong. But Leo brought a good brought up a good point. There's a lot of stinkers with just stretching out something that doesn't need to be stretched out, like Fantastic Beast. But hopefully, this changes the game. So I'm here for it. Yeah. Um. I'm hopeful. I I think this is going to be a good one. You know, this this is probably just me being unbearably naive, but one of these has to be good, right? Even when I look at Netflix and they tell me that they're doing Avatar, My Hero Academia, One Piece, Death No, it's like one of those has to be good, right? One no, one absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I I don't really have faith, man. I'm gonna be real. I... Told you, unbearably naive. One of them's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> December. Guys, we're in the last month. We've got Willy Wonka, or just Wonka. We have Timothy Chalamet coming back. Dude likes to double up when he makes movies, right? They always come like right back to back from each other. I know. This is focusing on the young Willy Wonka, how he meets the Oompa Loompas, and his early adventures. Leo, do you care about this movie? Are you excited for it? Okay, so I had to do a little looking up here, because not really, but it's the same director who did Paddington and Paddington 2. And Olivia Coleman's in the movie. So uh, my hype went up a little bit, I'll admit. Like, I'm a little, I'm kind of curious now. I'm like, okay, what we doing here? Because Paddington is great. <laughs> um, so honestly, uh, if it's going to be like this heartwarming, like charming adventure, shit, I'm down. I think Timothy Chalamet is a, is a fantastic actor. Willy Wonka, it's funny to say, but like, Gene Wilder, that's some, those are some big shoes to fill. Johnny Depp's performance is different, so I wonder what <laughs> angle they're going to take it. <laughs> but I'm excited to see what, what Chalamet does with the role. What about you, AJ? Yeah, I'm really excited for this. Um, the first look that we've gotten with this looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. So I'm excited for this. I really like the director for this as well. I'm with Leonis, Paul King, Paddington was hilarious. Paddington 2 was great. I just, for me, this December is going to be a great month for this movie. Hopefully we'll get more movies in December. <laughs> right now, Wonka is a good start for December. Yeah, well, going through December, five days later, Weird movies releasing on a Wednesday, <laughs> December twentieth. Right now, we have scheduled is the color purple, uh, with Taraji P Henson and Halle Bailey coming back on this list after Little Mermaid. This is a musical adaptation of Alice Walker's novel, the color purple. Color purple, you guys already know that, uh, and it's about the long struggles of an African American woman living in the South during the nineteen hundreds. Leo, we've been talking off air about us being tired of these like black trauma films do you want to mess with a color purple remake a musical like the fact that they're taking this material and making it a musical like i'm like damn y'all read the book like (laughs) i don't know if that's really something to be singing about you know what i mean i just uh yeah no i'm cool man miss me um i do like taraji p henson and uh hallie bailey's gonna gonna be great i'm sure but I think I'm okay, man. I think I'm okay. We just gonna, gonna let that go then. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> AJ, what about you, bro? Yeah, this is a big no for me. I I watched The Color Purple one time. That was good enough for me. Musical. Don't really care for musicals anyway, so that's also going for it. Uh yeah, this is a no for me. I probably won't watch this movie at all, to be honest. I'm not even going. I probably won't even give it a chance. So that's rare because you watch everything. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't sound like my speed. I'm good. That's 
fair. And, and good luck out directing Spielberg. Just going to put that there. Right? Like, you, who wants to do that? Who really wants to do that? Godspeed. Five days after that, again, weird release schedule for movies. We've got Christmas Day. Apparently, we're getting Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Or, like, the Last Kingdom, if this is the final movie in the DCEU. Jason Momoa and Yaya are back as Aquaman and Black Manta. We don't have any other information aside from James Wan is still directing this movie. Amber Heard is still playing Mira. Um, Ben Affleck might be in this as Batman for some reason. I think they confirmed that. I don't know what to make of this, but I am excited for more Aquaman. I did enjoy the first for what it was. AJ, what are your thoughts on the last movie in the DCEU? I'm excited for it. Um, I love James Wan's directing style for the Aquaman movie. Love the first one. The action was amazing in the first Aquaman. So I'm expecting more of that. Love the world of Atlantis. The visual, the visuals were great. Another hot take. I actually like Amber Heard's Mira. Um, don't like her as a person, but I feel like um, Mira is a great char- character in this movie. So there's that. Yaya loved Black Manta. So that's also good. I'm really excited for this. Yeah, and I guess I just Amber Heard. I wanted more out of the character of Mira. Um, that I don't know if that necessarily was her fault or just the story didn't allow for that much more development for Mira. But I, I am interested to see how how they tackle a sequel. We sequels in the DCEU are very rare because franchises don't tend to live that long. So it's, it's going to be interesting. Going back to Atlantis, what about you, Leo? So bad news, guys. Apparently, they're saying that the Batman stuff is cut. Like, that's not even a joke. They're like... Of course. Um, But Aquaman 2, look, I like the first one. I know there are people that are like, oh, they don't really... I, I honestly really like what Jason... What they did with Jason Momoa and this character. I like that mm. they made him this Hawaiian... Samoan person of color and I like that for this character I think that's really cool I think that's a great angle and I do like Jason in the role love Yaya Abdul-Mateen and everything I've seen him in including as Black Manta so I'm looking forward to more of that character look I have no complaints I'm actually really looking forward to this one it's just a little bittersweet that it is kind of closing the doors on on the DCU as much as I think it's messy and I do think it does need to it's a little bit kind of like well Part of me is like, oh, I would love to keep a few, but I guess if they're, if this is what it takes to get to the promised land of something fresh and new, let's do it, y'all. Yeah, Goodbye. you know, a, a lot of discourse with these DC movies is, what's the point? And I feel like that's kind of the wrong way to approach it. And it's like, if you liked the first Aquaman movie, and even if this is going to be the last Aquaman movie, which we don't know that yet as of the time of this recording, but if it is the final time we see Jason Momoa as Aquaman, I, I love that. I want to see this movie and I want it to be the best Aquaman movie we would ever get, right? Like, we go to the movies for the individual movies, not the franchise potential of the movie. So I'm hoping all of these DC films are good, even The Flash, as much as I'm over it. I do hope The Flash is a good movie for everybody else's sake. And in the year out strong with this final chapter on the DCEU and whatever comes in the future for that, we're going to be back at the movies just about every single week going from this list. I can't wait. Guys, it's been awesome talking with you. First episode of TCA Daily. This is a special episode because this is a new show and we're talking movie news every single day. But to start the new year off, we thought it'd be good to look to the future, look forward to what we've got coming up ahead. So again, amazing having you guys on. Leo. Bro, you got anything you want to tell the people? You got anything coming up on the channel in 2023? Well, yeah, guys, come on over to Geekly Goods. Um, I've started up a new news recap series daily myself, focusing on superhero news. So come on over, check that out. Uh, more and more reactions on the horizon and reviews as well, guys. So come on over, check me out on Geekly Goods on YouTube, Twitter, and soon Instagram, and also TikTok. Yeah, check me out. Appreciate you having me on, by the way, man. Like, this is great. I'm I'm loving seeing the chatter after expanding, man. So proud of you, Mike. Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it. And as Brandon always says, the chatter rises, and it's just <laughs> going to continue over and over all year. AJ, it's been awesome having you here again. First time collabing on this channel, so it's a blast. Where can people find you, bro? 
You, y'all can always find me on Twitter, basically 24-7, at knerd 89 So there's that. That's basically where I'm at all the time. So if you want to talk, you can talk there with me. Um, I had a whole lot of fun in this. This was a great time. Leo, it's been the longest time since we actually potted together. So I'm happy. Um, I can't wait for the new years to happen. 2023 should be a great year for all of us, for all of our movie fans and everything. So I'm excited. It's it's going to be an amazing year. Guys, if you enjoyed this, make sure you give us a like and subscribe here on YouTube. If you're listening to this in your podcast feed, give us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That really helps us rank and search the more people can find the podcast. Stay tuned to the chatter after because we've got a ton of stuff coming up over there. We've got Glass Onion. We just did RRR. We've got Pinocchio coming down the pipeline as well. Uh, and The Last of Us every freaking week we're reviewing the last of us so stay tuned for those so until next time guys keep watching the movies stay awesome see you next time peace peace out peace